Welcome to 96.3 OHM Radio. This is Tales from the Manor, presented to you by Enough Pie. Enough Pie is a nonprofit organization in Charleston's Upper Peninsula that uses creativity to connect and empower the community. Tales from the Manor features a conversation with residents of Joseph Floyd Manor with me, Jay Smith, and my co-host, Summer Anderson. Joseph Floyd Manor is a public housing high-rise in Charleston's Upper Peninsula filled with unique and wise elders who have incredible stories to share with the world. So we're here to shine a little light on these neighbors and learn about the people that came before us. So thank you so much for listening. And today I'd like to welcome our special guest, Joan Carter. Thank you so much for joining us, Joan. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Good. Joan, thank you for being here. I want to ask you a little bit about where and when you grew up and what your childhood was like. Well, I grew up in North Carolina. I had a good childhood. My grandfather had a farm, and we all lived in this big white house with a lot of fruit trees around. But then he sold the big house and bought three others and a store. Really? Yep. How old were you when that happened? I was like nine. Were you happy about it or sad? Happy because we had a playhouse in the back of the store. You did? <laughs> did you help out in the store? Sometimes. He was the barbecue man in North Carolina. So when he made chopped barbecue, we had to work. Oh, you did? So that um, barbecue store, was it uh, like a big famous neighborhood kind of thing? Or was, did a lot of community people come around and, you know, eat, did you meet a lot of people growing up there just because, you know, there's great food, but, great atmosphere? Yeah, he was known as Reverend McLean Barbecue. Oh, wow. So did you pick up any of those barbecue skills growing up then? <laughs> no. No, not at all? Well, I can make it, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like he did. Because he always had barbecue the pig outside. Mm-hmm. And was that the only thing that you guys sold in the store? Was it just barbecue or? No, we had other things. He had, let me see what you would call that kind of store. A general, like a general store kind of? Yeah, he had yeah. everything in oh, it. okay. Yeah. And so did, were you, like, working the register at all or, you know, helping out a little bit? No. No. Just when it was barbecue, we picked sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And other times, you know, cookies, candy. And, right. Uh, he sold dresses, shoes, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So through your, like, teenage years, um, did you have any kind of other jobs that you did or... Anything in that area? No. No? Mm-mm. What about in college? Oh. <laughs> I didn't go to college. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And what what did you do, um, you know, for, for a living then after? Well, I finished high school. Mm-hmm. Then I took a course 
Well, we had to be certified right. for nurses' assistants. So mm-hmm. we had to take a class for that. And that was, how, how was being a nurse's assistant? That sounds like a pretty demanding job. Oh, it was. Really? Yeah. I, I worked at this one place for about 25 years. Goodness. Then I retired. Yeah. Yeah. You have any fond memories of working there? Or? Yeah, I was what they called a shop steward. So... For eleven ninety nine, J. So you told me earlier that when you were sixteen, you moved to Patterson, New Jersey. Yeah. And was that with your family? And what was the reason for the move? Well, I moved with some neighbors of mine, and then <clears throat> when I was seventeen, I got married early. So, did you meet your husband in New Jersey? No, Charleston, North Carolina. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So you moved from North Carolina to Patterson, New Jersey, right. and from Patterson to Charleston to Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, and then Charleston, and then Charleston. Mm-hmm. When you moved to New Jersey, what was the most surprising thing to you? The weather. That's a, not a good shock. No. Uh-uh. Cold, cold. Mm-hmm. What about the people? Did they seem different? Yeah, they were different. A little bit. Uh, but most of the people you meet, they are from the South. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So you had kindred spirits all around. Yeah. That helps with the move. So, what was your favorite thing about being in nursing? Well. Or did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. You get attached to some of the people you're working with. Mm -hmm. They they didn't want me to leave, but I took an early retirement, so. You did. Mm -hmm. Is that when you moved to Myrtle Beach? Yeah. You did. Mm -hmm. Did you move with anybody? No. By yourself? Yeah. You're pretty brave. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> so when you moved to Myrtle Beach, what's the first thing you that you did? What was your first kind of uh, adventure in a new area? Mm. Yeah. I was bored to death. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm used to working, you know. Mm-hmm. So... I think I was there about six months, and I went and found a job. Mm-hmm. What kind of work did you do? The same. The same kind of job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think the environment um, in Myrtle Beach in that same kind of career path was different from being in New Jersey in the same kind of field? Was yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Was it a good different or like a bad different? Neither good or bad. Neither good or bad. So after you moved from Myrtle Beach, you moved here, Mm. correct, to Charleston. Yeah. And you moved here. I know we were speaking earlier. You moved here with your your daughter and um, her husband. Yeah. And how how many grandkids do you have now? Mm, I have eight. Eight. And 
five great grand. Oh, wow. You don't look at it at all. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, you. I, I was telling her earlier that um, she's always dressed really spiffy and <laughs> likes to dress up and just, I, I don't know, I call it decorating the hallways. So, <laughs> yeah, you definitely keep yourself looking young and vibrant. So I appreciate that. <laughs> definitely. Joan, going back to your childhood, who was your favorite relative? Um, wow. I had some favorite cousins. Were they around your age? Yeah. Girls, boys? Both. And do you remember any funny stories they used to tell about you? Mm, not funny, but... Give us any story. <laughs> well, they say I used to beat them up. <laughs> Is it true? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. Do you remember one particular instance and why you were beating up on them? <laughs> well, um, my cousin, oh, he'd go crying to my mother after I beat him up. You know? Did you get in trouble? Oh, of course. <laughs> I bet you remember that. Mm -hmm. Are you the oldest sibling or? No. No. Okay. I have two sisters older mm -hmm. than I am. So you're the youngest or are you the middle? I'm the third oldest one. Oh, the third oldest one. Okay. All right. And how many of uh, of you guys total is it? Um, let me see. I have four brothers. Uh-huh. And it was... Five girls, nine of us. Nine? Mm -hmm. Wow. And you all grew up in the, the same, like, household? or? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I learned to cook when I was 10 years old. Really? What's your favorite dish? Oh, boy. My favorite dish was... Well, I used to make good biscuits. Really? Mm -hmm. Homemade? Yep. Yeah. What'd you put on those biscuits? A little gravy, a little syrup? <laughs> well, that's syrup. Yeah. Did you enjoy cooking? Me. For Was it for your, your siblings in particular, really? Yeah. Well, when they would go out to work, mm -hmm. and that leave me home to, you know, prepare food. I would have to make a pan of biscuits about like this. Uh, let me see, it was nine kids, 11 people, so. Wow. Yeah. And you did that just often? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Joan, how has your life been different from what you imagined? Mm. Well, I used to imagine having money, you know, mm -hmm. to do a lot of traveling and whatever. But that didn't happen, so. When you dreamed about traveling, where did you dream about going? No place particular, just travel. Just to get out? Mm -hmm. Have you? Do you have any, any um, specific destinations that you've traveled to that you enjoy the most, or...? 
what have you just been really in uh, New Jersey, Myrtle Beach, Charleston kind of jump? I've been to the Bahamas. Oh, really? How was that? Describe that trip for me. Ooh, it was hot. It was hot. God, I could take... I wouldn't want to stay there too long. Right, yeah. Too much heat. But did you enjoy yourself? What kind of activities did you guys do? Well, we mostly just stayed on the beach and ate a lot. I bet the food was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of tropical and um a lot of tropical and like chicken kind of foods mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me, you know, we I want to go back to your style cuz I think that's a really big part of you and um I really enjoy seeing your different outfits every day and um so like even the the robes <laughs> they are grand and every time she walks into a room there's a whole entrance so do you have any kind of style icons that you had growing up anybody that you kind of mimicked and wanted to be like no no just no. something that you just pulled out yeah and- I just like nice things, you mm-hmm. know. I remember you telling me that um, because you were doing nursing so long that you were just used to wearing uniforms all the time. Right. And so uh, once you <laughs> didn't have to Get wear it. uniforms anymore, you decided to just dress up as much as you can. Right. So that's definitely something that you have done right. <laughs> so have you been back to North Carolina as an adult? Yeah. And does it look a lot different or does it look quite the same? I got lost. You did? Yep. Because it was so different. Mm-hmm. Did you go back to the farm where you that y'all had when you were little? No, I didn't go back there. You didn't? But I went to my grandfather's old house. My cousin lives there now, so. Mm-hmm. But everything downhill. Yeah. It's over time. Yeah. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for you guys just tuning in, I'm your host, Jay Smith, along with my co-host, Summer Anderson. And we're talking to Joan Carter today a little bit about her life and her experiences and about her style. So uh, we have a song coming up next, and this song is by Smokey Robinson, and it's one of Joan's favorite songs, and it's called You Really Gotta Hold On Me. So enjoy the music, and thanks for listening to OHM Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial radio station.
we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to 96.3 FM OM Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial local radio station. We are broadcasting live from Workshop at 1503 King Street inside the OM Radio studio. I'm Summer Anderson, and I'm the host along with my friend Jay Smith. For those of just joining us, we have been talking about talking with Joan Carter and hearing all about her style, her childhood, and other things. So, Joan, I really, really love your song choice. Smokey Robinson is one of my all-time favorite artists. His voice is just amazing. It's like mm-hmm. butter. <laughs> but that song in particular, you really got a hold on me. Um, really, that you picked that really led me mm-hmm. to believe that there was somebody that had a hold on you. Well, so tell me time. a little bit about that. <laughs> That's what I want to hear about, the juicy details. Who had a hold on mm-hmm. you? <laughs> Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter now if they wouldn't hear it. (laughs) Well, well, there was this guy I met, and I fell in love with him Mm -hmm. because I didn't know before what love's supposed to be. But I found out. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's still there, you know, when I think about it. You know. mm-hmm. but what is it that made you fall in love with him? Well, he was a nice, dressed, neat person, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he was in the Navy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we love a man in uniform. <laughs> Can't blame you there. Mm. So that song that um, you picked, it came out in, I believe, 1962. So what were you doing in 1962? Oh, wow. Mm. What was I doing? Mm, not much. <laughs> But I used, well, I still love music, Mm -hmm. but I used to love to dance. Really? And I was pretty good, you know, too. (laughs) What kind of dancing? Oh, boy. All the ladies' dances that was out Mm -hmm. back in my day, you know. Right. I bet you could cut a rug. (laughs) Oh, I did okay. And what was the name of this fellow, the love of your life? His name was Lee Allen. Lee Allen, that's a good name. Did he dance too? No. What other music did you dance to? Hmm. Well, boy, I can't remember all the songs. But did y'all? Then, oh, go ahead. Let me see. I think Jane Brown was pretty popular then. Oh yeah. And Aretha Franklin. Oh yeah. How'd y'all learn all the dances? Did y'all teach each other like at home, or did you learn while you were out? Well, I think I taught myself. 
You did. Mm-hmm. Did you have a best friend that would go along with you? Oh, uh, it was a group of us girls. Mm-hmm. We used to go out. I think I was the smallest one in the group, but I was the one that did the dancing. They you did you sit back and watch. Yeah. Well, they probably couldn't keep up with you. <laughs> what are you the proudest of, Joan? What am I the proudest of? Well, well, I am proud I have made it to my age. Oh, I'm proud of my age, 75. That's a good number. Mm-hmm. You look good, Joan. Yeah, thanks. Definitely great. What do you say um, has been your favorite age? Mm. I think like well, forty-five. Forty-five. Why that age? Well, I was still hanging out and (laughs) (laughs) partying. Right. Is there any particular memories that you can think about at forty-five that just stick out to you? Something that you reminisce on frequently? Mm, no. I was more concerned then mm-hmm. about taking care of my kids, and, you know. Mm. When you were raising your children, what did you find was the most challenging? Mm. Well, boys is more challenging than girls, yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You work your fingers to the bone and try to keep them out of trouble. Sometimes you still get in the little thin the business. Right. They all we all have free will, so right. you do what you can. Right. And your children now some of them are close to Charleston, is that right? Yeah. My daughter's kids is here in Charleston. Right. And when did you move to the Joseph Floyd Manor? How long have you been there? Hmm, I think it's about six years. And what do you think about the neighborhood? How does it feel to be there? Well, tell you the truth, I don't like it. What don't you like about it? The people. People? Well, yeah, some of the people. It's hard to get along with everybody? Yeah. They are different from the people that I'm used to, you know, socializing with. Mm -hmm. In what ways? Talking to anyway. 
People are funny. You know. And so with that, um, knowing that it's difficult to interact with your neighbors, how are you dealing with that? And knowing I, I live here and I have to see all of these people every day and I don't necessarily get along with them the way that, you know, normal neighbors do. How do you deal with that in your day-to-day life? What helps make you sane in that? Well, when I'm not at the desk, I stay in my apartment. Mm -hmm. But they don't really bother me mm-hmm. now that they got to know me right yeah every every time i see you especially when you're on the desk everybody seems to kind of gravitate to the desk so i know that they <laughs> enjoy your company <laughs> and i know I, I always hear your uh your jazz music going and everything so mm-hmm. you definitely have a way of bringing a crowd and a party around you mm-hmm. no matter what so that's always something beautiful to see um even in times where you feel like I don't necessarily get along with everybody here or I don't have things in common with you know Mm -hmm. my neighbors around so uh I think that you you handle it very well and it doesn't show and it doesn't age you at all (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure when in your life have you felt the most alone Hmm. oh I really don't know did you feel alone when you were younger or more so now that you're older? I would say when I'm when I was younger. Do you remember a particular time or a moment when you felt that? Well, my mother died when I was 14. She did. Mm-hmm. That must have been very difficult. Oh, it was. Was it a sudden passing, or has she been mm. sick? Childbirth. No. Did the baby live? No. Mm. That must have been something for you, being 14. Oh, yeah. I think I was angry with the world. Understandably so. Mm. And how did your siblings and your father deal with that? Uh, I don't know if it really hit them, you know, because all my brothers are younger than I am. Four brothers. They... It didn't seem to bother them that much. So I think sometimes the oldest takes on the most of that, mm-hmm. especially being the oldest daughter, yeah. too. Right, like um, Summer was saying, the oldest kind of takes the hit more because I think they have the most memories of the person gone. Mm-hmm. And so when you um, can remember those things and it's no longer there, that's kind of where... Mm-hmm. You know, it hits, and uh, I see why you had to kind of step up and, you know, take care of 
the siblings more mm. and that's a, it's yeah. a it's a hard job especially as a, a child wanting to be in a child's role kind of thing having to step up and take uh responsibility so early so i definitely commend you on that and i'm sure your siblings and, and your father were thankful for everything that you did and all the sacrifices that you gave and uh so i normally ask this question how would you like to be remembered but i think that um a good way to flip this is what is your fondest memory of your mother? Mm. Well, <clears throat> we used to go to church together a lot. Well, she taught me about cooking, you know. And eating uh, silver bells. What's a silver bell? A little chocolate candy in a silver wrapper. Oh, yeah. Like Hershey's, Hershey's kisses. kisses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who has been the kindest to you in your life? Mm. Boy. I don't know if not just one person. I've had a lot of kind people, you know. Uh, At different stages. Mm -hmm. Who who would you say you're the most grateful for in this life? Great. Or someone that's made the biggest impact on you? It was my nursing supervisor. In New Jersey? Mm-hmm. What was her name? Mary Petroselli. Oh. And tell me a little bit about y'all's working relationship and how she impacted you. Well, we got along fine. And she was someone you could talk to mm -hmm. when you had a problem. Uh, <clears throat> so you could lean on her. Yeah. Was she a, would you consider her a mentor? Yeah, but I was older than she was. You were, yeah. Doesn't make a difference. No. What do you think one of the most important lessons you learned from her were? Mm. How you make eggplant parmesan. <laughs> you still have the recipe? Okay, well, I'm definitely expecting <laughs> a little eggplant parmesan soon here. <laughs> mm. 
Joan, thank you so much for being with us today. You've been listening to Enough Pies, Tales from the Manor, a conversation with residents of the Joseph Lloyd Manor with me, Summer Anderson, and my co-host, Jay Smith. To learn more about Enough Pie, a nonprofit that uses creativity to connect and empower our community in Charleston's Upper Peninsula, please visit enoughpie.org. To learn more about Ohm Radio, please visit www.ohmradio.com. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Joan, for joining us in the studio today. We had a great time with you, and we'll see you next time, guys. Uh, Thank you. Thank you.